welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Welcome back to a brand new episode, and it's a brand new week. I just want to thank everyone that has tuned in in these last few months and over the weekend to listen to what I was saying. And I'm just really grateful for all of you. So I want to also thank Podbean. So if you're looking to start a podcast, I did some research before starting this and Podbean distributes the most and gets you really the most downloads. And it's a fantastic community to find podcasts like mine that might not be getting like millions and millions of downloads a day, but you get a few thousand a month. And I know that there are other free outlets out there that you can use to promote your podcast. But remember, you get what you pay for first, a very small fee with Podbean. You guys can have a fast-growing podcast like I do. And again, thank you, thank you so much to everyone who tunes in. Now let's get started because it is the 65th anniversary of the Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. Thank you, IHOP. 58 years ago, Celebrating its 65th anniversary is IHOP's Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity. It is everyone's favorite combo, and it is the truth because it is delicious and simple, but you get some choices, and let's just hop into this. Okay, so it's back for a limited time. It's made up of two eggs, either two strips of bacon or two sausage links, and two fruit topped pancakes with your choice of toppings. So there's strawberry, blueberry, apple, and something else. And it's gonna cost only like six or maybe $7 per meal to feed yourself with all of that food. So it's just one of the ways that they plan to commemorate 65 years in business. And they've also partnered with General Mills for a mini pancake cereal launched and the hashtag is how do you Rudy R-O-O-T-Y so this is big with like social media campaigns and influencers so if you're an IHOP lover and a pancake connoisseur hop on the how do you Rudy hashtag all over social media and talk about it and they're going to continue this through National Pancake Day so they're going to do you can get free buttermilk short stack in restaurants from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So they've got a lot planned for their 65th anniversary. And if you didn't know, National Pancake Day is September 26th. So IHOP began in 1958. It opened first in Los Angeles in the suburbs. And then 15 years later, there was like a new marketing campaign because it was just the International House of Pancakes, which is copyrighted. And of course, so is IHOP. So they re-emerged with the acronym IHOP. And it's been like everyone's favorite. And it's so easy to say, like, where do you want to go? I want to go to IHOP because there's so many people who love breakfast all day long. I am one of them. I can eat breakfast a lot for dinner. I don't know if you guys can, but I love it. So 
throughout their 58 years of history, they've celebrated 1,650 restaurant openings across the country and around the world. And they gave us the Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity and so many different things. So it was founded by Al and Jerry Lapin, along with early investors Al and Trudy Callis, and they opened the first IHOP in Toluca Lake, California. That was in 1958. In 1960, the company expanded through franchising, which, you know, is what so many of like our chain restaurants, like our fast food, McDonald's, Burger King, you know them all, Wendy's, I don't have to sit here and name them. In 1961, the company is publicly traded under the original name, International House of Pancakes. In 1963, the company adopts IHOP and it also acquires numerous franchise brands and it controls those brands through the 1960s, including House of Pancakes, Orange Julius, Love Woods Pit Barbecue, Golden Cup Coffee Shops, Original House of Pies, Will Wright's Ice Cream Shops, and there are so many others. I don't know many except for the Orange Julius, so these must be California things, Um, but that's pretty amazing. They owned so much back in 1963. That's a pretty big conglomerate. In 1973 is when the acronym IHOP first appeared. And then in 1979, the iconic A-framed IHOP restaurant is built. So what we know today came about in 79. In 1985, the Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity is introduced and guests across the country have fun pronouncing the one-of-a-kind breakfast. Now, this is where IHOP hits Gen X. So I'm going to stop at 85 right now and just talk about how much we loved saying Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity in any possible way we could. So in 1985, actor Cliff Bemis becomes an IHOP favorite starring in commercials from the mid 80s through the mid 1990s. So now my generation is, you know, really just excited about IHOP. I can't explain. It's like someone would say it and we would all go probably because, you know, it was affordable and like you can go out to eat as a teenager and get like really great food. It was that or diners or pizza when we were kids. In 1991, IHOP moved its headquarters to Glendale, California and initial public offerings become, it becomes publicly traded in NASDAQ on the stock market under the symbol IHA. IHP. In 1992, its 500th restaurant opens and it goes through the 90s. They begin uh, trading and changing. So I want to stick to the 90s and the 80s. So here we are. We're going Rudy Tootie, Fresh and Fruity. We're all hysterical laughing. We didn't really have an IHOP that was too, too close to us. So I grew up in Mount Vernon, New York, and the closest IHOP is in Larchmont, New York, in Westchester County. So it's a bit of a ride. And I mean, you know, teenagers, like what teenagers don't want to eat, like pancakes and bacon and, you know, maybe some eggs if you want. But our big thing was to try to get to IHOP as much as possible. 
But like any other IHOP, even back in the 80s and 90s, it was just always like a long, long wait. I don't know if you guys remember, there was like recently Adam Sandler within like the last couple of years, I think it was during the pandemic, he walked into an IHOP with a mask on and he was told it was like however long of a wait. And then someone told the the, the, the uh, what is it? The hostess? Yeah. Someone told the hostess, like, that was Adam Sandler. Now, I mean, she did the right thing telling him that it was a wait. He's just like anyone else. I would have been mad if I was waiting for my pancakes and, like, Adam Sandler walked ahead of me. Like, come on, man. And he was cool about it. And I don't even think he really cared. Maybe you just want to know, you know, how long the wait was. But... You know, growing up just watching him on Saturday Night Live and everything, knowing that he's still one of us wanting like those IHOP pancakes is pretty freaking cool. So everybody wanted IHOP. And like I said, we couldn't really get to Larchmont often, which is actually sort of close to New Rochelle, but not quite easy. So our throughway diner was on Main Street in New Rochelle, and I don't exactly know when it closed, but it was closed probably in the last like 15 years or so, and they put up a new diner in a different spot right across the street, and what was our throughway diner throughout high school is now a CVS. But us being Gen X teenagers and wanting our Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruities, we would go into the diner and there were points where, because I don't know if anybody else, this is a really like metropolitan area thing, a diner. It's like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. We all have our diners that we love. And you get to know your staff if you're in there enough. And you kind of like know who the chef is. I don't know. It's just diners are great. So we would go to our local diner, but as teenagers, the waitresses sometimes would just roll their eyes because they knew there was like 10 of us in there. They were going to drive us nuts. They had to bring us our food. But we always made sure to tip. That was our big thing. We're like, if we're going to be pains in the butts, at least let's tip these people because they deserve it. So we go in one day and the waitress comes over and there's about 10 of us. And each of us in a different voice ordered a Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity to the point where she was like, I'm out. I'm not even taking your orders anymore. You damn kids. I'm out. So they sent another waitress back and, you know, we we made like a real order like we gave like a real order and she's like your kids gotta stop asking for this Rudy Tooty shit and she's yelling at us and it was just so much fun back then I mean if I think about the times that I spent with my friends eating meals it was usually like pancakes eggs burgers fries diner food fast food you know and doing it now as an adult I love just the nostalgic feeling because you, you almost have like that teenage soul again when you pick up some, some fast food or you sit down at IHOP. Even if it's like with your own kids, you still, or I don't have kids, but I sit down with my nieces and I still feel like a kid like sitting with them and enjoying life through their eyes and answering the question, what did you do at the table in a restaurant waiting for food before a phone? And my answer is, well, we talked to each other. And they're like, huh, I don't get it. What do you mean talk to each other? So when you bring things back like the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity, you bring back like all of this generational awesomeness, right? Because everybody talks about generational trauma. It's like, my God, shut up already. We've all been through trauma, God. And I can't hear it anymore. 
either break your own cycle and tell people how to do it or get on with it and stop complaining and talk about generational awesomeness. Maybe that's the way to break generational trauma is by talking about generational awesomeness. And one of those things for me being the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity from IHOP and getting to now make the same jokes that I made with my friends, with my nieces, and then looking at me like I'm totally out of my mind, but isn't that kind of the point? Like, don't you want to bring the past back in such a good way that, you know, it's it's amazing and it's fun. It's like, you know, you've got stranger things out there. So you've got all these kids now who are so interested in the 80s and asking questions about how we grew up and, you know, kind of wishing that they could grow up like that because it was so fantastic. So for me, it's like, oh, my God, let's bring back the Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity. Let's celebrate IHOP for 65 years because that's like two generations worth of people who are now able to, you know, continue to talk about this and, and share it with futures. And I, I know that that sounds like kind of corny, but I really don't care because breaking part of the cycle is to talk about the great stuff. And one of the great things and one of the things that brings people together the most is sitting at the table. And one of the things that ruined it the most was everybody having their phones at the table, out at dinner with friends, at the bar, everybody checking social media when you really don't need to because there's not that much going on. And you can catch up on it later. Believe me, the post will come back around again or just type in the information you're looking for. It will be figured out. So my advice, just coming from the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity, just coming from how I feel we should all think about the past and instead of trying to break all these curses we think we're under, stop talking about it and start talking about and doing the good things. So get your ass to IHOP and go get yourself a Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity and put down your phone and talk to your people because that is how you fix it. That is how you make things better is you make time and you make other people a priority. And I want to just thank IHOP and the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity for giving me the inspiration to say what I have just said and to bring forth this message to you guys because it really is important that you put your real life first. And when you sit at the table with people, you take that time to communicate because that's what my friends and I did. We didn't have a lot of time to talk in school. We didn't have a lot of time to talk after school. Everybody wanted to get home or we really couldn't talk if we were after school because we were doing projects or rehearsals or practices for teams. So there wasn't a lot of like socializing in school as much as we liked. So when you got to high school and you had a little more freedom to run around, all we really wanted to do was sit and eat like a family at a table and talk and laugh. And that's something my friends and I still enjoy doing. And this all just came to me 
out of getting excited for the commercial for the Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. So with that, I am going to leave you guys with this IHOP history right through the 80s and 90s. If you want to hear more, I'm going to pop back in tomorrow and give you part two of the 90s through the present day with IHOP. And we will meet back here, so stay tuned for part two. Thanks for listening to this episode of Messy Closet. And don't forget to keep art and keep love alive. <laughs>